fuck? Hallelujah. Amen. Session four. I think this is session four, right? We did one this morning in church. Let's look at another one. We're going to finish this series this week. So it will be out this week. I want to finish it this week and start another one related to it. Someone say, ah, why? Ah. What's the title? Eh? How to receive a message. Is that what? Yeah. You actually said everything together. Though. You said you didn't mention it how to receive an healing how about we finish this session and we decide yeah. <laughs> let's have four sessions and decide three sessions is too small to decide, this, decide. Is the final this is not the final session we still have about three four more sessions to go no i said we're finishing this week no we have another section on Tuesday in church. We have another one on Saturday, Friday, no, Saturday. Yeah, we don't. We, 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 fin- we put a cap. Yeah. I'll have to, I have another one I want to share. Maybe this year or next year. Ministry, angels and the believers. No, I, I have started already, so. Uh, so let's put it, let's look at how far we can go with this one. Okay. Ready for the word? Ready, ready, ready. (laughs) It's not sounding like it. All of you are sounding like you're tired. No, you can't be tired. You can't be tired. Amen. All right. Praise God. Receiving healing or the healing ministry of Jesus or the healing power of Jesus or how to receive and minister healing, whatever you want to title it. Mark 16 verse 15. And he said, and he said unto them, go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, and they shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. And they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall what? Recover. So we said healing can be received knowing that God is good. We said that this morning, that healing can be received knowing that God is good. So and we said healing can be received in the name of Jesus. And his name carried the same weight as the person of glory, the same weight of of the same weight. This name carried that same weight. So when we say in the name of Jesus be healed, his name carries the same ability. So, he was master over sickness and diseases. Jesus was master over sicknesses and diseases. So, and we said, healing is the children's bread. So, and we said, healing belongs to you. Hallelujah. Healing belongs to me. So, we can tell a believer who is sick. And we say, we can say, we can tell the person, you know, healing belongs to you. Hallelujah. Healing belongs to you. And we said, the power is available for our mother bodies. I remember, remember that. We said that this morning, the power is available for the mother body. And we said, one thing we know is that the power of God does not maintain, does not um, tell you to come back. The power of God heals you absolutely. Amen. We studied the mother body this morning. I remember that. Uh, yeah, we studied the mother body and how we can receive healing. So we said healing comes from God. 
Healing is in the name of Jesus. Exodus 15 verse 26, it says, I am the Lord that he let thee. It says, I am the Lord that he let thee. So, in the name of Jesus is in the name of the healer. So, that means when we are gathered in his name, the healer is there. Are you seeing that? So, when we are gathered in his name, we are gathered in the name of the healer. Because when we say in the name of Jesus, the healer is in the scene. The healer is in the scene. So when we stand in the name of the, we stand in his name, we are not scared. A lot of believers are scared to minister the healing power of Jesus. Why? They're like, oh, what if it doesn't work? His name doesn't fail. You don't get scared in the name of the healer. You don't fear the healer. They were not scared of him 2,000 years ago. It says everywhere he went, there's that song everywhere he went. He was doing good. Almighty healer. He is the leper. When people saw him, they started walking. Everywhere he went, my God is going good, my God is good. I don't remember that song. Everywhere he went, he was doing good, he was doing good. Almighty healer, he is the leper. When people saw him, they started walking. Everywhere he went, my God is doing good. You don't know him? Oh boy, where did you go to? Uh. I was thinking again, everywhere he went, he was doing good. Almighty healer, he used the lepers. When people saw him, they started walking. Everywhere he went, my God is doing good, my God is good. Ah. <laughs> Where did you go to? Oh, you guys are in America eating McDonald's, so you didn't know that. Okay, all right. Okay, so, it's, so that means you don't fear the healer. Wherever the healer is, I remember many years ago, we used to be so scared of healing the sick. We say, what if it doesn't work? <laughs> what about what if it works? Hallelujah. What if it works? Amen. So we, don't, we are not scared of the healer. We don't fear the healer. We don't fear the healer. We can receive healing in his name. And I told you in the last session, I said one of the ways to minister healing is to re-educate people, right? To make them understand that this is what the healer does, right? I said that in the last session. I said, we, in the morning, I said, you re-educate them. Some people need to understand. A lot of people think sickness, God is using sickness to teach them something. Now, God can't be using sickness to teach me a lesson. It's Obatala that does that. I'm going to use Obatala again. <laughs> God doesn't use sickness to teach people a lesson. Say, I got that cancer because God is teaching me a lesson. No, God doesn't use evil to teach you a lesson. God doesn't have to teach you a lesson through pain and sorrow. You know, there's a song, Alamide sang, say, forget your pains and sorrow. You know, the, the guy sings the move of God. Uh, you can argue, he's, uh, we are in church. The guy sings the movie. There's one, another song is sang, Be Happy. How many of your musicians have sang that? This life is too short. Just be happy. There's another song is sang, Inferiority Complex. You see, if you did not know your identity, you can listen to the song. See, how many of your favorite musicians sing like that? Romans 1.16. We're in church. <laughs> Let's look at healing in another perspective of the gospel. Uh, of the gospel. Uh, let's look at healing in another perspective of the gospel. Look at Romans 1.16. It says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. 
He says, For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jews and to the Greek. When he says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, the word gospel there is what the word iwagelion, it means glad tidings. It refers to the effect. Now, when we say that's gospel stuff, we're talking about the effect of what the message does to the recipient. That is, what does this message that I'm preaching does to you? So it's like saying, if I preach the message to you now, what's the effect of that message to you? That is what does, that's what the gospel is. That's why it's in Proverbs 25 verse 25, it says, as cold water is, so it is, look, look, look at Proverbs 25 verse 25, I don't want to misquote that. Look at Proverbs 25 25. Proverbs 25 25, it says, look at what it says, it says, as cold water to a thirsty soul, so is good news for, so is good news from a far country. That's the word good news. So, and one thing you must know is that healing comes through the gospel. Healing comes through the gospel. Glad tidings. It is what Christ has done for them. In Luke 4, that is, that is why it seemed like everywhere Jesus went to preach, there seemed to be Jesus healing the sick. Look at it, Luke 4. Look at what Jesus said in Luke 4. Luke 4. Verse 18, it says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captive, and recovering of sights to the blind, and to set at liberty them that are bruised. So it is not so the gospel is not an abstract information. Healing can be received via the gospel. Healing can be received via the gospel, through the gospel. Healing can be received in Matthew 4, verse 23. Look at Matthew 4, verse 23. Matthew. So that means anywhere the gospel is being preached is an avenue to receive healing. Is an avenue to receive healing. Matthew 4, verse 23. Look at it. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogue and preaching the gospel of the kingdom. And what did he do? And healing all manner of sicknesses, all manner of diseases among the people. Among the people. So, if you even want to apply the Kai rule of and here now, you can say, preaching the gospel in the synagogues, that is even, that is healing all manner of sicknesses, right? Can we use that? You see, so preaching the gospel is intertwined with healing the sick. Look at it, Matthew 9. Matthew 9. Matthew 9. He says in verse 35, And Jesus went about all the cities and villages in their synagogue and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, healing every sickness, every disease is among the people. So when you preach the gospel, healing is available. So when you go on outreach, when you are preaching the gospel to people, so what should be your confidence? Healing is available. So when you go to Walmart preaching, what is available? Healing is available. I used to tell you, I've been saying, if, if I'm called to preach anywhere, if I'm not sure what will happen in that meeting, I know for a fact God wants to heal in the meeting. It's a confidence I carry every time. No matter the platform I stand to preach, I know that if I talk, God wants to do anything here. He wants to heal the sick. Look at Matthew 12, Matthew 12, 
Matthew 12. He says, in the, look at look at the verse, uh, look at the verse 22. And the brought, he says, and the brought unto him one that was possessed with the devil, blind and dumb, and he healed him so much that the blind and dumb both speak and saw. He healed them. He was healing them. He healed them. So the authority of God has come to you. In verse 28, he says, But if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come to me. So can we say the kingdom of God is come to us today? It has come to us. In Matthew 10, verse 10, look at the Matthew 10 thing. It says, uh, uh, or let's say, let's, let's look at it in verse 7. Let's start from verse 7. Matthew 10, verse 7. And it says, And as you go preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. In verse 8, it says, Heal the sick, right? Cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely have you received, freely have you given. So the gospel announces freedom to the oppressed. The gospel announces freedom to the oppressed. The gospel announces freedom to the oppressed. Look at in Luke 9. Luke 9. Luke 9. In verse 1, it says, And he called his disciples together. He gave them power and authority over all devils to cure sickness. And he sent them to... Are you seeing it? He now did what? He now sent them to preach and do what? Heal the sick. So that means your preaching ministry is back with an healing ministry. Are you seeing that? You are preaching the gospel. You can heal the sick. So when you, when you... As far as you can open your mouth to tell somebody, Jesus saves... Indirectly, you are saying Jesus heals. Hallelujah. Everybody, every Christian has an healing ministry. I said that in the last session. I said that in the morning. Every Christian should have an healing center, should be healing the sick. It is not meant for pastors alone. No. No, 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 no. It's for every Christian. Every Christian can minister healings to the sick. So that means as far as I can open my mouth to preach the gospel, I can heal the sick. So healing, the gospel announces freedom to the oppressed. So that means when you are going to tell people, Jesus forgives your sins. Jesus died. Jesus was buried. Jesus rose again for your sin. What are you saying? You are saying Jesus healed. Jesus wants to free you from that oppression. Jesus wants to free you from that pain. Jesus wants to heal you of every sickness and disease. Jesus wants to, Jesus wants to set you free. He says, who the Son of Man has set free is free indeed. So if he saves their sin, he heals their sickness. So healing is received by the gospel. In Luke 7, Luke 7, look at it in Luke 7. There's so many instances in Luke 7 where he healed the sick. In verse 21, it says, he called them. He said the rumor, he says, you know, when the rumor had it in, that, in Luke 7, where the rumor had it that says, uh, at the, the Baptist of the, 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 uh, the, uh, the, the John the Baptist disciples came to him. In verse 22, Jesus answered and said unto him, go that way and tell you what you have seen, how that the blind see. The lame walk, the lepers cleanse, the deaf in verse twenty-two, the deaf hear, the dead are raised. To the poor, to the poor, the gospel is preached. <laughs> That's the message. So that means our message, the message of Jesus, is an healing message. You can listen to any message and be healed. The message of Jesus is an healing message. 
Everywhere Jesus preached, his message is received, the healing power of God is present. In Mark 6, when they didn't receive his message, even, even when they didn't receive his message, where they didn't receive the gospel, they didn't re- so that means to not receive the gospel. In that Mark 6 where it says they could, he couldn't do so many miracles because of lack of unbelief. That means to not receive the message of the gospel is to not receive the power of God. That means you did not. So that means if somebody tells you, I'm not interested in the gospel, then he says, I'm not interested to be healed. <laughs> I'm not interested to receive the power of God. Mark 16, verse 15. It says, This sign shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall lay hands on every sickness. Look at what it says. Look at what it now said in verse 17. Look at look at it. Look at look at what it says. In verse 20. It says, and they went forth, look at it, went forth and preached everywhere. That Mark 16 verse 20. And the Lord confirming with them, it says, the Lord walking with them, confirming the word with signs following. Hallelujah. It was confirming what they were preaching. So that means the confirmation of our gospel is with signs and wonders. What makes our gospel different from what other people are preaching? Signs and wonders. What's the difference between your message and any other person's message? Signs, miracles, healing. The message preached with healing. So the message, the healing, confirmed what they said. So if, if somebody say, if somebody asks you on the outreach, how do you want me to believe what you are saying is true? Ask the person, do you have any sick body? Do you, are you sick in, the, in your body? Or you can even plug it into a word of knowledge. Are you sick in your body? Do you have anybody I can pray for right now? Right now, in the name of Jesus, you are healed. That's the confirmation. So you tell the person, that's what, that's, that's what my message does. Hallelujah. It says they went forth everywhere, preached everywhere. The Lord walking with them, confirming the word with signs. That means the message they were preaching, signs of God was backing it. The signs was backing their message. That means you can't preach the gospel without signs and wonders. It's not possible. You come, that's why he told them in Hatsu, tarry in Jerusalem until you be endued with power. You can't preach the message with sign, without signs and wonders. And we are not people that are tarrying anymore. You are, not, you, are not the, you are not the 12 apostles tarrying. We have received the power. Ephesians 1 verse 17, 18, 19, it says to the power at work in the believer. The exceeding greatness of his power, which is at work towards you. Look at in Hebrews 2. Hebrews 2. Look at Hebrews 2. Same Jesus, same healer, same power. 2,000 years ago, he never said goodbye. Hallelujah. Amen. He never said goodbye. He's still healing the sick on the street of men today. He's going to heal the sick in Walmart. Heal the sick in Greece. Heal the sick in Shiloh. Heal the sick in all your ministry location. He's still the same Jesus 2,000 years ago that walks, this, that walks on the street of men. That is still walking in that ministry location through you. Healing the sick. So you can get to your ministry location and act like Jesus. Hat 10 verse 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth who went about doing good. So that means there should be something about you in your ministry location that you are going about doing good. Healing those who are oppressed of the devil because God is with you. Hallelujah. His spirit is with you. His power is with me. That means I can be known in this city for signs and wonders. You can tell yourself I'm known in this location. I'm going to be known in this location for signs and wonders. Because my message is an healing power. 
I carry the power of the gospel with me. That means I can get into a grease more. I can get into that more. And I say, yes, all I want to do here today is heal the sick. I challenge you to go that way. You can get to that location and say, today is just healing the sick. Is there a sick here? And you heal. It's the same Jesus, the same story. Look at in Hebrews 4. Hebrews 2, sorry. Not Hebrews 4. Hebrews 2. Look at verse 4. Or let's say in verse 3, it says, How shall we escape? If we neglect so great salvation, we was, which, which at first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us that heard him. It last says in verse 4, God also with them. It says, God also bearing them witness, both with signs, wonders, diverse miracles, and the gift of his Holy Ghost. According to his will. It says, He was bearing them witness. Hallelujah. So the proof, so there is still a proof that Jesus is alive. And you've got the proof in your hands. You've got the proof in your lips. You've got the proof by healing the sick. So somebody say, how do you know that Jesus is alive? Hey, do you have a sick body there? I got to show you that. That is the proof. Because when he was alive, what was he doing? He was going about healing the sick. Hallelujah. When he was alive, what was he doing? He was casting out devils, healing all manner of sicknesses and diseases, setting men free from all their oppressions, from all the bondage, from all the shackles of the devil, healing them, setting them free. So if somebody asks you, what's the proof of your message? You tell them, I've got a sick body to heal. Tell them, do you have a sick body in your family? I've got a sick to heal. I've got to show you that Jesus is alive. So what are we doing when we are healing the sick? Jesus is alive. Hallelujah. Jesus is alive. So we've got the proof. Healing confirms the message we preach. Healing confirms the message we preach. Look at Act 4. Act 4. Healing confirms the message we preach. So you can't have a powerless ministry. Say, I don't have a powerless ministry. I don't have a powerless ministry. Look at Act 4. Act 4. In verse 18, it says, They commanded not, not to preach and teach. It says they commanded at four visiting, they commanded them, and it says that they called them and commanded them not to speak or teach in the name. And Peter said, He said, But Peter and John answered and said, Whether it be right to the side of God to hearken unto you, he says, God be the joy. He said, We cannot but speak and see. And he says, We cannot but speak the things which we have seen or heard. In verse 29, they went to pray. What did they pray? He says, Now, Lord, grant unto thy servant boldness. That he says that by stretching forth thy hands to heal, that is, we have boldness to do this thing more. <laughs> because it is it is the art and parcel of your message. Sir, grant unto to heal that signs and wonders may be done in the name of the holy child Jesus. Healing confirms the message. Look at in Act 5. Act 5. Act 5. Act 5. In verse 12, it says, And the hands of the apostles wrought many signs and wonders among the people. It says, Among the people. He wrought many signs and wonders. They wrought many signs and wonders. <laughs> you know, so many. In, in verse 24, in verse 25. He says, and when one, he says, behold, the men whom we put in the prison was standing in the prison because they put them in the prison. They told them that the, their doctrine has filled all of Jerusalem. In verse 16, look at it. This is the multitude out of the city in Jerusalem bringing their free soak and the events of the prison and they healed everyone. Everyone. 
everyone. That's the message we preach. That's the kind of message we preach. So Jesus is the name. He is the healer. Hallelujah. So as they were preaching, they needed signs. Signs. Since grant unto thy servant, with all boldness they might preach. They might heal the sick. Ah, yeah. You know, we got some, you know, in America today, we have a lot of sickness to heal. A lot of people are going through pain. A lot. If you go to the hospital, you see a lot of people are in affliction. Doctors are telling them, don't worry. They are telling them, don't worry, you will come out someday. And it's a lie. The doctors that are telling them, they know it's a lie. They know they are never coming out from here. They know it's from here to the six feet underground. <laughs> no. The healing power of Jesus is available. In your hospitals, it's available. It's available on the street of men. So as they were preaching, the signs and wonders following. Look at, look at, look at in Philip in Acts 8. Look at Philip in Acts 8. Look at in verse 5. Acts 8. And Philip went down to Samaria and preached Christ unto them. Look at in verse 6. And the people with one accord gave it to the things which Philip speak. Why? Why? The next, the next statement. What did they say? Hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For a clean spirit cried out with a loud voice. Many came out that were possessed with them. And they were taken off the passes and they were here. And there was great joy in the city. So he went to Samaria to preach Christ. And why? What was he doing? The gospel goes with healing and miracle. Healings and miracle. Healings and miracle. Healings and miracles. So that means God cares for men. God wants every man well. God wants every man okay. God wants every man healed. So miracle seeking is not a sin. But miracle seeking all the time as a Christian might be a sin. When someone seeks, because if you seek, you will find what you are looking for. When someone seeks, he goes where it is. Let me tell you, healing is like a dealer bell. You keep ringing it and the sinner keep running to the table. Hallelujah. Healing is that bell. We just keep ringing it and the sinners keep coming. So we want more sinners to come in, we ring the bell. What's the bell? Healing. So don't preach a powerless message. I challenge you in this church, don't preach a powerless message. Let your message be back with signs and wonders. Demonstrate healing power, healing outreaches in your, he, he, everywhere you go. Jesus came to die for men and also to, to heal the sick. At 10 verse 38, in Luke 6, it says the power of God was present to heal. So in, if you look at the four Gospels, if they touched him, they were healed. If anywhere he went, he was, they were healed. So to heal the sick is part of the Gospel. So you want more people to come and listen to you. You do what? You heal the sick. You want more people in your ministry location. What do you do? You heal the sick. You want more disciples raised there. You heal the sick. You keep ringing the bell. You keep ringing the bell. The sinners keep running in. You keep ringing the bell. What are we doing with summer healing campaign? We are healing. We are ringing the bell. We are healing. We are ringing the bell. We have, so that means we can have an healing meeting 
And, and that meeting is just strictly to UDC. Romans 15. Look at Romans 15, what Paul said. Romans 15. Are you learning something this morning? This evening, sorry. Are you learning something? Yeah. Romans 15. So you have, say, I have an healing ministry. I have, I have the healing power of Jesus walking with me all the time. I can heal the sea with ease. Look at, look at, look at, look at it, Romans 15. Let's start from verse 16. That I should minister the Jesus, that I should be a minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, ministry the gospel of God, that offering of the Gentiles may be acceptable, being sanctified by the Holy Ghost. I, therefore, wherefore I glory through Jesus Christ in those things which pertain to God. For I will not dare speak of any of those things which Christ has not wrought by me to make the Gentiles obedient by word and deed. Look at in verse 19, very key. Through mighty signs and wonders, by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem, higher, and round about Lycronium, I have fully preached the gospel. Higher. An incomplete message is a message without signs and wonders. That's why some people came up with a full gospel business, full gospel message. It's a full gospel. An incomplete message is a message without signs and wonders. I don't want to hear a message that won't have signs and wonders. I want a message with power. Hallelujah. I want a message with power. I want a message with power. An incomplete message is a message without signs and wonders. Healing is in the gospel. Healing is in the gospel. Healing is in the gospel. So as I'm preaching now, healing is available this morning, this evening. Healing is in the gospel. That means as I'm preaching, that means you have the ability to receive healing right now. Healing is in the gospel. Healing is in the gospel. That means as you are preaching, men have the tenacity to be healed. Healing is in the gospel. That means this week you challenge yourself, you go on healing outreaches. You go to your ministry location and ring the bell. Hallelujah. You ring the bell. Healing is like the dinner bell. You just keep ringing it, sinners keep running to the table. You keep ringing the bell. Look at in Acts 14. Acts 14. Acts 14. Healing ministry. Paul preached healing. Acts 14. Acts 14. Look at in Acts 14. It says in verse 8. Look at in verse 7. Let's start from verse 6. It says, And when they were, when they were wealthy, fled into Lystra and David, the city of Laconia, Laconia, and the region that lies around about, and they preached the gospel. In verse 8, it says, There sat a man had Lystra, impotent in his feet, being crippled from his mother's womb, who never walked. It says, The same heard Paul speak. Who steadfastly building and perceiving that he had faith to be healed. So that means Paul was preaching healing. Because for him to have faith, it means that that means what Paul preached had healing there. So he said with a loud voice, stand up upright and elite and walk. Hiya. Elite and walk. At nine, Hanias, Peter preached healing. So healing is the dinner bell of the gospel. You ring it, you ring it, you ring it, you ring it. At 19, he says, Hypons and Akashi was taken from Paul's body. And he says, and sicknesses and diseases departed, and evil spread out of them. What they were preaching involved healing the sick. What they were preaching involved healing the sick. So the gospel involves many things, but healing the sick 
is part of it. You keep healing the sick. You keep healing the sick. Never stop healing the sick. Never stop healing the sick. Many of you have shied away from healing the sick. You lay hands on one, you go to another. You keep healing the sick. You keep healing the sick. Keep praying for that sickness. Go to your ministry location this week and heal the sick. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Go and ring the bell. Paul preached the sick. Paul preached and ministered healing to the sick. So healing is available in the gospel of Christ. Healing is good. Healing is in the gospel. So you ring the bell. Hallelujah. You ring the bell. He says, so when you look at the ministry of Jesus, I taught you in miracle signs and wonders. When you look at the ministry of Jesus, one of the reasons why people followed the ministry of Jesus was because of his healing. He had signs. So you want people to follow your ministry, your ministry location. What do you do? You heal the sick. You ring the bell. Healing is in the gospel. Jesus can heal your body. Jesus can make you whole. Whatever sickness the doctors have called it, Jesus can deal with it. Doctors can only prescribe. Doctors can, man, can, can maintain the situation. Doctors can say, let's just keep watching the situation. Jesus' power can heal. Hallelujah. I believe in that power. I don't know about you. I've been healed before several years ago. I tell you the story all the time. I used to be on medications, but I've been healed before. <laughs> and it can happen again. So I believe anyone can be healed. Anyone can be healed. I'm sure many of you in this place, you have been healed before. So that shows people can be healed. They can be healed of that terminal sickness, that terminal disease, that autism, that mental, you know, that mental issues. You know, people can be healed. A lot of people are suffering from the oppressions. You know, the devil has put men in oppression. He has put men in bondage, put men in sickness, put men in disease, put men in so many critical conditions. You get to the hospital, even the smell of the hospital is so irritating. You don't be wondering, oh my God. I remember two years ago, I followed a friend to just for year, year treatment, year, year treatment. And we went there and we, a whole lot of people were rushed in within 10 minutes. And I was just wondering, oh my God, what is this? Different sicknesses, different cries. I remember the day I was admitted to the hospital one time, many years ago. Uh, one cry happened. That one guy beside me said, that's the cry of somebody died. Another cry happened. He said, somebody just gave me. I said, you have mastered all the cries in this hospital? I said, I don't want to know the cry. <laughs> ah, no. Jesus heals all manner of sickness. So in your ministry location this week, he wants to heal the sick. He wants to erase the dead. He wants to cleanse the lepers. He wants to raise men from the wish here. He wants to make people drop their crushes. He wants to make that cancer dry up. He wants to make that lump disappear. He wants to make that health condition, that terminal health condition go. He wants to straighten that back. He wants to straighten that eyes. He wants to straighten that hand. He wants to make people, you know, some people are having urine problem. Some people cannot urine, urinate without, without a pipe. He wants to make sure their bladders are working properly. This week, we are ringing the bell for healing. Hallelujah. We are ringing the bell for healing. That is what God wants to do because he wants to do good. So we declare this week an healing week. 
Hallelujah. We declare this week a week full of miracles. So that means as we are praying, as we are praying in the spirit, our steps can be orchestrated by the spirit of God to where men are needing sickness. You can be, having, you can be led by the spirit. Go to that place at this time. Why? Because God wants to heal the sick there. If you don't know anything, if God leads you to do something, if you don't know anything to do there, just know God wants to heal. God wants to heal. So that means this week we are going to have supernatural orchestrations by the Spirit of God on specific places to go, specific people to talk to, and they need healing. So if anyone comes to your heart this week, it's for healing. Hallelujah. You see, in the name of Jesus, you receive healing. Healing is in the gospel. Jesus Christ heals the sick. The same God, the same story. His name that walked 2,000 years ago is walking today. He's walking tomorrow. He's walking tonight. He's walking tomorrow morning. He's walking tomorrow afternoon. He's walking, he's walking, he's walking all the time. So the miracle of healing is the proof of the gospel. Healing is a sign. Healing is a sign. Healing is a sign. Play for me, I close. Healing is a sign. I can receive healing through the gospel. That means if I'm sick in my body, I can receive healing through the gospel. I can receive healing through the gospel. If I'm sick in my body, I can receive healing. That means I just have to listen to the word and I'll be healed. I did a teaching earlier this year. Yeah, I'll be healed. Just hear the word. You are sick in your body. Just listen to the word. You can receive healing. Because the message of the gospel is a message of healing. If Jesus can forgive sin, oh, he can heal the sick. I told you yesterday, I said Jesus doesn't have several departments of power. Power to save, power to heal, power to know. It's the same power. The same resurrection power. So if he can forgive sin, he can heal the sick. Healing is a sign. I can minister healing. So that means I receive healing through the gospel. I can minister the same. So I can simply say, I believe the gospel and I minister the same. So I believe the healing power of God and I minister the same. So people can receive healing through the gospel. It is self-confirming. It's the proof of our message. Somebody asks you, what's the proof that Jesus died again? Jesus rose again. Tell them, do you have any sick body? I've got to show you. Hallelujah. When we heal the sick, we are showing that Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive means what he did 2,000 years ago, he's still doing it now. He's still walking upon the street of men. That's how we are prolonging his days. Healing comes by the gospel. So that means as many get healed, they will keep coming. Let me tell you the truth. What brings people to Christ many a times is healing. What got many people saved today was healing power. It's an attraction. Hallelujah. It's an attraction. So this week, you know, we are, we are in the season of prayer, right? You know, this week we want to challenge ourselves. We'll go into our ministry locations as we are praying, right? We are going with healing power. This week we are not going to really preach. 
We are going for one thing this week. So as you step up for outreach this week, what are you going to do? That's what you want to do throughout from today till Sunday. You want to heal the sick. It's faster. <laughs> it's the best way to call sinners in. As many get healing, they keep coming. Says Bible says in Jesus. Jesus' fame was noised abroad. Why? Healing power. He was known as healing, as the man that heals. So there is healing in the gospel. And that same Jesus is here. He is alive. I don't know about you, but I believe he's alive. He has healed me before, so I know he's alive. So he's going to heal a lot this week. We're going to see cancer patients healed. People who are having lumps healed. We're going to see migraines, healed, leg conditions, people jumping out from wheelchair, cripples, walking, people dropping their crushes. A whole lot of liver condition will be healed, blood conditions will be healed, abdominal, those pains in their abdomen, in their ulcer pains will be healed too, you know. Blood conditions will be corrected, HIV can be healed. Infections, infectious disease can be healed. Sicknesses and diseases that doctors don't have a name for can be healed. It can be healed. So this week we are stepping into the healing power of Jesus. And we are daring the devil. So we are commanding the devil to get out from people. Oppressions. Hallelujah. I told us in the morning we can re-educate people, right? So that means we tell them, Jesus is not behind that sickness. He says, every good and perfect gift comes from the Father of light. In whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. There is no darkness in God. There is no sickness in God. There is no evil with God. He wants to make them good. He wants to make them heal. So make sure you get that pamphlet ready this week. What does God really want? He wants to heal the sick. So this week, we are stepping into what God really wants to do. He wants to heal the sick. He wants to set people free from bondage. Set people free from oppression. Set people free from their pain. We are going to ring that bell of healing. And seeing as we come into the dinner table to eat, I will feed them the world. They will come in and come in and come in and their lives will be transformed. Hallelujah. I will pray in the Holy Ghost. Let's tear ourselves up. Pray in the Holy Ghost. The healing power of Jesus is available, walking with you. The healing power of Jesus is walking with you. Sickness has no hold on you. Pray. Sickness has no hold on you. Healing is available in the gospel. It is. It is. It is. It is available. As you preach. As you teach. Men are healed. Blood conditions are corrected. Body pains are healed. Men receive. The power of God flows through their body. Pray.
pray. Just lead you, take your stand, you just see somebody, and that's it. Amen. Praise God. 